Sometime keeper. How's it going, my guy? So I was going to go live at um, 8. My phone just died randomly. So I'm just going to try again. I'm just going to give it a few minutes here. And he's gone. All right, all right, Sup, Marie? How's it going? So, I actually just had a live at 8. My phone died, so I'm going to try again here. Just waiting for some of my peeps to show up. My phone just died. Hi, just... Try, you know, just coming in and just saying hello and seeing how interested your podcast will be. So I'm just, I'm just listening to see what you have going on. Not too shabby. What's up? Welcome here. Um, what's up, Brianna? So, yeah, I just, I have no, I just wanted to come on today, chill. And um, talk about this expectation thing. I went live at 8 o'clock. And then my phone died. It was such a good um, conversation. And my phone just died. But here to make the best of it. Thank you for tuning in. I'm expecting some more peeps to show up here. But here's the thing. I was expecting it to go one way. And then it went a different way. And talk about expectations. I, th- I think they're so unhelpful. One sec. Okay, so so before the live ended and I had to go, we just kind of finished on finished by saying like, imagine this guy goes on a date for the first time, right, and he expects it to go. One way, he's expecting himself to have all the perfect words and act perfectly. And the next thing you know is that date is going horribly wrong. Because he's having all of these, you know, questions of, am I acting the right way? Am I saying the right thing? And having all these ex- expectations of himself. 
And then we all know where that's going. The date ends up being really awkward. And I just wanted to come live today and just not expect anything of myself even. Because when we expect things from ourselves or other people, we're so quick to be disappointed. But just like having the mindset of, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. I can't control it. I have no expectations. So, yeah. Waiting for Candace to come in here. But can you guys relate? Healer Haven. I think I saw Healer Haven pop in. So, I just want to wait for a little bit more till they come in. What's up, Candace? Candace is back. That's exactly right. I agree, German guy. Hello, by the way. Um, yes, if we expect how things how we want it, not everybody thinks alike. It'd be disappointing for both parties or yeah. all parties, depending on whether at work, in a meeting, you know. Yeah, it's true. I know I'm late, but I just had to say something and chime in. <laughs> right, have a good night. I gotta get a little short nap. All right, sounds good. Yeah, totally. And even when I went live the first time, and even when I went live the second time here at nine, I was expecting myself to have the same vibe. I was expecting the same responses and stuff. And even that in itself, I was initially like kind of disappointed, which brings it to the importance of the subject is that when you don't expect things, how can you get disappointed? You know? When was the last time we just sat down, we just took a day to just chill out? I didn't have any preparations for today. It's been kind of a crazy week. But as I was thinking about that, I'm like, why can't we just talk about it? Sometimes the best experiences I've, I've had was out of the blue, no expectations, and just letting my heart speak. Can you guys relate to that? Are you holding any unrealistic expectations of other people or yourself? Because I feel like too often we do this so naturally. We want to measure up to that certain someone, or we want to measure up to ourselves not realizing that it's the expectation itself that is keeping us from from really enjoying the process, really enjoying the journey. Man, as I was like looking into this a little bit, just like last minute, this quote from Shakespeare came up and I was just like, woo, that's such perfect timing. Expectation is the root of all heartache. Oh, man, that's deep. If you really think about that for a second, that's deep. So I just want to encourage myself, everyone who's listening in, to just live today without expectations. 
just give yourself a break during the week to just like let those expectations go. I know we all have certain things that we are working towards. We all want to become better humans and that's all good. But how can we become better if we keep setting ourselves up for disappointment through these expectations? And I'm thinking of authority figures right now or role models. When we expect someone to go the extra mile for us just because they have done it in the past and it doesn't happen, it's really not unfair, like live and let die, to both parties to expect anything. If I expected right now more listeners, if I expected more comments and stuff, well, that would be my source of disappointment right there. What's wrong with just saying, you know, I'm okay with anything that happens, anything the world throws at me, I'm still going to be at peace. We often limit our, our peace by our external situations. And we do that so naturally. And I think it's so important to, that we just stop ourselves and be like, you know what? Look at all these, all these things I'm, I can be so grateful for. At the, at the flip coin, people might say that, well, you have to have expectations to go anywhere. Well, yeah, that's different, though. You can have expectations. But there's a difference between expectations and... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out. Expectation in itself is I've never experienced as a good thing. Because you can't improvise. You can't adapt as well with expectations. You have very black and white thinking. Well, if it goes this way, great. And you don't think about plan B. If you let go of expectations, you have plan C, you have plan D, you have plan E. <laughs> you can just enjoy the process a little bit. What's up, Candace? What's up, Brianna? What's up, Living Let Die? Marie. There's some comments coming in. Thank you for your patience. Sorry about my phone dying. I think my phone is good now. It's at 12% and still climbing. So that's good. All right, we have a few messages here. I think expectations take the spontaneity out of things. And yeah. I don't know. I like to be spontaneous. So for me, that's part of it. Definitely. Remember that time you went camping, Candace and uh, Brianna? That was actually super spontaneous. I don't think I would enjoy myself as much if I had like, if I had it all planned out, you know. Definitely a little bit of preparation, but just like if we expect and micromanage every little thing of our day, oh, it's a tough way to go. It's a tough way to go. And I'm, I, I'm like Candace too, spontaneous. Most of the things that I've enjoyed the most was just out of a spontaneous decision, like that camping trip. So, yeah. 
there's expectations with limitations. Expectations with limit. Yes, expectations with limitations. Absolutely. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit more, Marie? At the same time, this might be totally off subject of it, but expectations, like watching a movie, and things happen in an action movie, and when it happens, it, it loses its spark or something because you knew and expected it was going to happen. Right, right, right. And then when it does something totally different than you expected, then you're like, yes! Are we like, I enjoyed that because I expected it and it happened, or because it was better, do you, oh man, it should have happened the way I wanted it to. Yeah. You know. We're very complex human beings. This is a great very. topic. And I don't know why I'm not asleep. Because it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate you having you here. I appreciate it. And, and yeah, I, I'm trying, you know, this week especially. I started out podcasting all of these deep topics. And I'm still going to. I um, still want to speak from my heart. But I found myself going into this, you know, into this direction of expectations. Um, and I was kind of discouraged at, at some points because let's say I wanted to have more growth, right? I wanted to have more exposure with, with the podcasting thing. And I put my expectations on ex the external and I really had to, through this week, had to really look at my why. Why am I even doing this? And it's good to add, like in a previous episode, I talked about your why. Um, and I just want to have fun. Really, I, I came to the conclusion, I just want to have fun. I want to drop some inspiration, some motivation. But I don't want, I want to make it, I want to do it from my heart. And I want to make it genuine. I don't want it too structured. And... Um, and I've learned this week that expectations have so many, so many times in my life held me back because then you're like, well, if this is not going as I expect, then why do it? So we close ourselves off to so many good opportunities and learning curves that we wouldn't have when we set high expectations. Oh man, of course we remember that camping trip. It's something we will never forget. And the spontaneity of it, like, and yeah, I think that's part of the things that I love. And that was memories. And yeah, it's just something that we will never forget. And it was a really awesome. good time. Same. Thank you. I agree. So I just want to drop this comment. One thing for even tonight you your previous live you were just you know it's a chill zone we're just gonna chill and then you're like we're not gonna go deep it's whatever and now look what came out of it like you had the expectation <laughs> to just chill and we've totally gone a different way and yeah i think when we're open-minded and yeah maybe don't have that expectation look what happens <laughs> it's right it's wonderful yeah you can improvise, you can adapt, you can feel the energy and talk about the things that are you're feeling right now. 
And when we live in expectations, I feel like we're often trying to hold on to the person that we have been or that ideal person that we think we should still be and we try to live up to it. And I think that gets us in a lot of trouble because we don't allow ourselves to really learn if we expect too many things. So yeah, thank you for the invitation here to join the live. I will invite you later on to come on. I want to leave it for the, for the end of the show. If that's cool, I'm assuming that's spirit love. Yeah, spirit love. How's it going, bro? It's good to have you here. So like I mentioned before, I don't know what I mentioned before. I think I've said it already. <laughs> As I'm even talking about this, I'm realizing that I always put expectations in my path. And it's good to self-reflect. It's good to want to be better and learn from it and make it better. But the, where, where is the line? You know, when are we trying too hard and when should we just let go? I think if our goal is to experience more peace, more life, we will want to let go and we will make it a practice to let go. Even if you look at the dark things in, in, in life that might happen, if, if I expect something bad to happen today, I will be anxious. If I expect something really good thing to happen, it doesn't happen, I'll still be anxious. <laughs> but to have this, you know, to have this mindset of no matter what happens today, I will get through it. I will still manage. I will still move on. So if you have that kind of mindset, it's, it's easier to go about life, I think. What do you guys think? You have a message from Spirit Love. We have been trying to schedule things forever. <laughs> and you have never told me what time, so I don't know what time to work it out. The end of the show, like the last five minutes or two minutes. Yeah, maybe 10, maybe 15. We'll see what happens. Maybe have you have a good conversation. But um, I usually have a hard time saving my solo shows so i figured out that if i you know invite someone in for the last couple minutes it'll actually definitely save it so yeah so what do you what do you guys have planned today what's good in your life what is good I just love that quote. I want to read it more time. Expectations is the root of all heartache. Mm. I'm going to remember that for the, for the rest of the day. Sometimes if I think about some of the conflicts with specific people, when we think about conflicts, how often is it because we expect it to go 
a specific way and it doesn't. Hmm. All right, next message. Oh, no way, dude. Don't allow people to come at the end of the show like they're just dismissal. I don't want to become like the last five minutes or something like that. That's kind of mean girl stuff. Um, you can invite me for a regular show, like a full show, or don't just like have people come on for like five minutes at the end and be like, whatever. <laughs> so we're not whatever people. Bye, German guy. No, the reason why I said it is because I, w I want to be able to save the shows. And um, that's kind of my only way out. But I'm definitely up for a talk, man. I'm not saying let's just talk for five minutes and leave it at that. No, 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 spirit love. No, no, no. Definitely, let's schedule something. Inbox me on my Instagram. Let's make it happen. And let's uh, make it happen. I, I, I. So, yeah. I'm just kind of my mind is kind of blank. I like to just enjoy the process. See what you guys have to say. Um. I'll probably do a fans-only show this weekend. Or well, not probably, but I kind of promised. So, what do you guys... Like, we might play Would You Rather or something like that, but it'll be fun. So, yeah, don't expect yourself to be perfect. Because you'll make mistakes. And you'll keep making mistakes. If you expect yourself never to make mistakes, then um, you're going to hurt yourself. If you think making a mistake means that you're worth less, you're going to hurt yourself. So let go of all the I shoulds and I shouldn't. Let go of unforgiveness towards yourself. And treat yourself with some kindness. Just observing everything instead of reacting. And another great, and a great way to do that is actually just meditation. It's so cool. Um, when I went live at 8. And we were kind of getting into this topic of expectations. And I was mentioning the awkward date because the expectations were all over the place and they were unrealistic. Quinn actually tuned in and he said, well, he had his first date. He was meditating a bit and then the date went really well because he had no expectations. And I thought that was really cool. So big ups to Quinn. I feel like it also allows us to be totally present in the moment. You know? Just no expectations. And it might be uncomfortable for people who are always on autopilot. They have kind of adapted to this person they should be 
not letting themselves experience and live as the person they are. And I think we all get into that mindset sometimes. And it's a good reminder to just know that you are perfect the way you are. With all your imperfections, you're perfect. With all your failures, they should be a part of your life. So when we stop resisting the expectation for everything to go well, we can actually learn something. All right. We have six people listening in here. Thank you for coming in. Fire Aspect Beardo. Nice name, Beardo. <laughs> you probably have a nice beard, unlike me. I'm trying to grow a nice beard for a long time, but it's just not in my genes. All right, that was random. Beardo, what's up? You know, a monk told me the past is a memory. The future is an expectation. The present and the now is all you have and will ever have. Yes, now is all we have because now is a gift and that's why we call it the present. Absolutely, I love it. You talk to a monk, how was that like? I've always wanted to talk to a monk because I feel like they have this expectation thing more or less down. I don't know. I just admire them. Something comes to my mind from the Swedish monk. And I've mentioned him a thousand times already, but after 15 years of practicing meditation and being in the moment, someone asked him, what have you learned? And he said, I no longer believe my thoughts. And it's weird because I think when it comes to expectations, we do it mostly with our thoughts, right? We don't often communicate it. We're like, we have this deep thought. It's like, today I want to prove that I'm some, someone or something. And then we, get, we go about our lives or our days trying to measure up when really it's already in us to show ourselves some grace and some love. We have to start with us. You know, if I try to live up to the expectations of others, I deny myself to myself. I deny me to myself. And when the, you know, when it comes down to it, that's only going to hurt the close relationships that benefit off my realness the relationships that don't want me to be anyone else. They don't want me to change, but then I compare myself to the wrong people, you know, it's no good. Next message by Beardo. See, monks don't have many expectations. When you go into one of the many temples here in New York, it's often very quiet. And when I got to know him, we were speaking whispers. So it was even more poignant, even more powerful, that their emotions are so, not bleak, but almost self-aware 
and absent at the same time. Definitely. You know, this might this might sound weird, but just hang on. You know when you're drunk, <laughs> I don't know. If, I'm not saying you should get drunk, but I'm just saying like remember a time when you were drunk and you were having the life the you know, you have you're having a good time. And it's been actually been shown that when you're drunk, you are you think you're clear just because you are not thinking. You're just not thinking. And there is a piece of the absence. Like, you don't have to get drunk to not think, I think. But when we're sober, we have to make it a um, discipline to not think. Or more more importantly, to not to think about the things that are kind of unnecessary. You know, that are robbing our joy. And it's interesting how when you look at monks, they have, they're kind of embracing this quietness, this silence. How many times, especially in this busy day and age, do we think we have to come up with the perfect words, the perfect answer? You know, but we when was the last time we or you listening in were okay with just sitting in silence? Not expecting yourself to respond. Just sitting in silence. Just practicing peace. I think that's something we should do more. With introspection, there's also a degree of expectation too, because we're reflecting on like past defeats, past beats, past successes, past uh, failures. Yeah, for sure. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Beer before liquor, you just get sicker. <laughs> That's an old anecdote. And yeah. uh, sometimes I feel even with alcohol and with cocaine, there is a lot of expectation that comes from what could become of that uh, euphoria that you obtain. Even though alcohol is a depressant, it's been known to let people release their inhibitions in a way that could be both destructive and sometimes, in rare times, constructive. Right. Yeah, and what often happens when people use is they realize that they have to now get back into the real world and they realize that having the discipline of, you know, responding to problems rather than reacting becomes way more... It becomes more of a challenge just because your mind isn't altered. And... Yeah, that's why it's a good discipline to do that, especially when you're sober. <laughs> so, if if we practice loving life without any, you know, um, supplements or drugs or anything like booze or whatever, then we have there, there's a lesser chance that we'd fall into addictive person, uh, addictive habits. I have often admired people who would just live totally in the moment. Um, and I want to be more like that. Not saying that I expect myself to be more like that, but I'm working towards it. 
to let slowly let go of those expectations of who I should be. Self-acceptance, I think, is huge. Because too often we compare something that we don't think we're good at with someone else who are great at the same thing. Then we, when we expect ourselves to excel in an area where we're not necessarily, you know, feel natural at excelling at. What I'm trying to say is don't compare your weaknesses with someone else's strengths. You have your own strengths. Someone else uh, has their own strengths. Use those. And um, boom. A boom. Beardo is back. You told German guy, it took me about, I want to say, five trips you know, on 2CB and LSD to really gain a sense of self-awareness and discipline to where now I act instead of react. And when I do react, and it is explosive, it's so few and far between. I used to be a very, very angry teen, like really filled with so much angst. And um, I guess through self-exploration, you know, experimenting, if you will, I learned more about myself. I learned more about people's idiosyncratic behavior and whatnot. So everyone, to a degree, has an expectation. I think mm-hmm. that's what I was trying to say here is that, like, no matter what you're under the influence of, whether you're sober or not, you know, we all have expectations. But with acid, you got to have an intent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not a bad thing to have expectations. Um, how do I explain this? Like when I expect something to, I have a meeting and I expect it to go really well. That's a good expectation. But then where I'm wrong is when it takes a turn and the meeting is going somewhere I didn't want to like experience then my expectations I don't know then I'm just not ready for it I don't know how to cope with with everything that's going on because my expectations were so high on plan B uh, plan A plan B rolls around and I have no way to improvise or enjoy the improvision, the improv—I don't even know how to say it. Definitely expect good things to happen, but also you can expect the worst to happen, <laughs> and tell yourself that it's going to be okay no matter what. I think that's um, letting go of expectations, accepting the outcome that you can't control. And also accepting the outcome that you have put yourself into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not what I'm saying. So, what's up, Brianna? So you're still listening in. 
Is there any? You don't have to share if you don't want to. There's no other people listening in right now. But do you have any questions about this? Anything you want to add? Thanks for everyone tuning in. It's kind of busy in these streets today, so people are tuning in, tuning out. That's okay. Not expecting anyone to stay. Because, oh, hey, Beardo, I will approve soon. I will approve. Just give me a few more minutes. Actually, that's okay. Beardo, I'm going to accept approve right now. What's up, man? What's up, Beardo? How's it going? Good, good. Nice. Uh, so, it's funny, you have this conversation about, like, expectations and letting go of them and whatnot, and I just couldn't help but think, like, one of the biggest things that is pushed out there is always expect the unexpected, which is true. I mean, if you're disciplined right. enough to really expect the unexpected, even though that's an expectation within itself, if right. you're disciplined enough to know that life can throw you a curveball every day in any shape or form, you can be motivated enough to uh, make the difference, you know, be, make it, make you stronger. Sorry. I'm a little bit buzzed. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, so, so would you agree with the, with the statement expect the uh, unexpected or are you Absolutely. kind of on the fence? Absolutely, because life always tests us. Life always has something that's going to test our patience, our willpower, and it's our job to uh, really get motivated by them. That's what I was trying to say before, but I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, <sighs> and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way, Beardo. I wouldn't have it any other way. When I expect things to go my way, and all of the times that I have went through this learning experience and become a stronger person, those, those experiences didn't come out of met expectations. Most of the time, they came out of unmet expectations. And then I had to improvise, and I had to really think about how am I moving forward, right? Exactly, how you're going to adapt and how you're going to, like prolong any negative things that can come from it you know like every expectation has its good and bad consequences absolutely and i think there's nothing bro i'm sorry oh it was pretty good no it's all good i feel like there's nothing really else to say like we can talk ourselves stupid here but as we have to just put it into simple practice that you know what i'm gonna live life and I'm not going to let those curveballs push me down to the, uh, to the point where I can't feel joy. I'm going to decide to still feel joy no matter what happens. Yeah, the best thing is to not turn into apathy. You know, you want to be happy with whatever comes your way. If it's a negative thing that happens to you, let it strengthen you. Let it 
make you see the potential of another outcome that could have even bigger success. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't look at it like, oh, the next one's going to suck. The next one's going to be worthless. That's never the case. (laughs) Yeah. And often when we think that way, it actually, like, I'm going back. I don't know if you were here when I noticed the the awkward date uh, situation or example. So when I go on a date and I expect it to go bad, I, I think about all the worst case scenarios. What are the chances that some of those things might actually happen? Pretty good. Pretty good, right? Because I'm putting my thoughts into a reality. Uh, manifesting those things. Yes, yeah. The manifestation definitely has a effect on your everyday life. I mean, because you're, you're psychologically wiring yourself to really have this uh, subconscious belief that things could go either wrong or right. And if you have the subconscious desire to change that and alter it in your favor, like let's say you turn around and make that unexpected move or you make that expected move on the day, it really, it's a matter of chemistry and how they perceive you too. You know, if they have that kind of confidence to do this unexpected as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I like this, I like this, that I accepted you, um, <laughs> because I feel like I could always just have like an intro about the topic, and then we can have a discussion. So anyone who's listening in, and you want to join the discussion about expectations, feel free to tune in, and yeah, um, love to hear some press that plus sign. Yeah. Follow, follow, and subscribe to this guy too, man. Hell yeah. Oh, thank you. Everyone follow each other. Show each other some love. Let me get on that right now. Hold on one sec. Walk around with my AirPods on. All right. Subscribe. Uh, oh, it says I'm ready following you. Oh, you are? Yeah. I'm going to follow you too. Sweet. See, Wait, that's I am following. Yeah. <laughs> Plot twist. Whoa. Wait, I am following you too already. Cool, cool. There you go. So we got who do we got in here? We got Brianna or Brianna, however you pronounce it. Brianna. And we also have Quinn Van Hagen. Yes. How are you folks and, tonight? Let us know how you're doing. And and you know what? With the expectation thing, can I be honest? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, because I, I, I do this podcasting thing, that live thing with a passion. But sometimes what steals my motivation is if I have expectations on the listeners, the uh, amount of listeners or something like that, or amount of good comments that are being left. But today I kind of went into it with a different approach. And I was like, you know what? I'm not expecting anything. I'm just expecting myself to respond in a way that will still give me a good experience. Yeah, no, I have minimal expectations with the app too. I mean, there was a period of time where, you know, when I first started using it, I was like, oh, I'm going to get like a lot of followers. It starts slowing down around 200. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll just interact, pop in every now and again, see what I can do. But I'm not expecting followers. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm expecting like good conversations. Right. Deep introspection. But also, like, a, sl- a slice of humor every now and again. Like, I'll pop in comedy chats and, like, <laughs> give my quips and whatnot. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, I've definitely. What... Go ahead. I was gonna say one thing that was really unexpected that uh, I didn't expect was uh, I went into a Jeff Ross comedy stream once, and he followed me out of the blue, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, so, like, that happened that to me too, really actually. Funny. Yeah, it it was like I I left a message about it was like a, they were going through a roasting session, and I would just like leave the most <laughs> genuine and nice message ever, nothing roasted material and he was like huh i like this guy let me follow him (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's a he's a really he's a delight yeah he says some pretty bawdy things but you know what if comedy's taught me one thing it's like you gotta laugh at stuff like that you can't like oh yeah shrug it off no you can't like uh sorry not shrug it off you can't uh take it too close to heart no that's that's why the word is there comedy it's comedy if the word comedy wasn't there I think there would be different problems. I mean, there would be a lot of a lot more negative reviews or whatever. But comedy, it's just a good outlet for people to just let go of what they're thinking and just expect everyone to laugh about it as well. Mm. Like this one time, I went to a stripper. She was blind. She told me I was the biggest she's ever seen, which I don't know what all that means because she was feeling my leg the entire time. Oh, you got me. <laughs> uh, yep. Well, I got pretty big legs, so I don't know what she would say about me. Oh, my. She would say you're hung like a horse, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, this has been a good conversation, man. It's been really Absolutely. good. Absolutely. So you said you're a little buzzed. What What are you guys? What are you drinking tonight? Um, I meant stoned. I'm smoking. Well, I smoked the bowl just a little while ago, and I'm okay. kind of <laughs> in the midst of like my peak. I'm feeling okay. Toasty. Oh yeah, toasty. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That Look, is cool. My eye doctor told me I was colorblind the day, man. That diagnosis came completely out of the purple. Okay, one more time. The doctor told me I was colorblind, right? And that diagnosis right. in, in unexpected things came completely out of the purple. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what else to say. <laughs> oh, boy. We got a message. All right. Yo, I'm doing well tonight. Hope you guys are doing well, too. Gringo, bro. I'm totally going to get high in a bit as well myself. So keep on smoking that good kush. And uh, as I'll say again one more time, expecting nothing attracts everything. Even when it comes to podcasting, you don't need to expect anything. Just let it just go with the flow and let the universe speak through you. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, have you ever been in conversations where you just let your heart speak? And then... You end up giving yourself advice that you're like, man, holy shit, I just said that. I sounded like a wise man. <laughs> but you didn't. You, you Have you ever had those moments? Those Eureka moments? Yeah, those moments where you're like, shit, I can't believe I said that. I sounded pretty smart. Because you, you just let your heart speak, right? You're just totally in the moment. 
and you're letting your heart speak. And I think at the end of the day, there's nothing wiser than allowing yourself or practicing to be in the moment. And for some people, smoking up helps. I'm not going to say get too much into it. I used to smoke a lot. Now it's very, very once in a blue moon. But it does in a weird way help a lot of people to just like really appreciate what they have. You know, when I used to get high, I would just look up in the sky and be like, man, the sky looks beautiful. Look at all those stars. Yeah, for me, like getting stoned means I could uh, turn on the creative muscle of my brain and start doodling and just start thinking about like all the good times in my life. You know, I don't really try to get into negative headspace when I'm stoned. Find it hard to, but I don't also smoke that often either. You know, like I take tolerance breaks and stuff because I know that yeah. I'm too dependent on it. I'm not gonna have fun on it, and that's an expectation, but it's a realistic expectation. You know, because if you're reading right. up on marijuana and like its uh, effects on the human body, it, you do grow dependence on it. It's like a controversial yeah. hot button thing. A lot of people are like, no, it's not addictive. I'm like, it, it's slightly addictive. It's not very addictive, but it has a degree of it. Anything take. Oh, know? definitely. Yeah, and it's 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 exactly what it ties in with the expectation as well. If I'm expecting sugar to make me feel happy, I'm always going to go back to sugar. So we can really make make an unhealthy habit of anything. It doesn't have to be pot. It can be sugar. It could be. It could even be something that is there for something good, like working out. You could be addicted to working out. Mm-hmm. Getting them gains. Coffee, man. What about coffee? Holy shit. Oh, that's so funny. I was just about to talk about that. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so when I was in my freshman year of college, I shit you not, I gave up sugar, right? Like I completely took out of my coffee. I didn't want it. Just wanted straight caffeine and, you know, a little bit of creamer, but whatnot. There was, I don't know if you guys have them in Germany, uh, 7-Eleven. Are you familiar with that? Um, I live in Canada, so yeah, I'm very aware of 7-Eleven. Okay, so 7-Eleven used to give out what they called, I think they're called Stoke or Stock caffeine shots, like espresso shots. And they're about like the size of like a coffee creamer you get at like an IHOP or something, you know, like they're not really big. And um, I would fill my coffee cup with like at least five of them. I shit you not to get through my entire college first semester. (laughs) (laughs) Through the... Second That's semester, bad. I went back to that 7-Eleven because, you know, that was just my thing. You know, I'd go to 7-Eleven, get a pack of cigarettes, get a coffee, whatever. And, uh, yeah, they took them away. <laughs> they literally were like, yeah, this is because of you. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, it's probably because of you. <laughs> it definitely was because, you know what, I've gone to that same one, like, Years later now, you know, now I'm fucking 30 and I just, I check it out just out of curiosity and now they put them back and then they look at me and they're like, they shake their head. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, they should put up a sign like, if you need sugar, ask me and I might, <laughs> I might give you sugar if your your name is not Gringo Beardo. <laughs> no Beardos allowed. <laughs> No beardos. How did you come up with that name, Beardo? Is it because it's uh, it rhymes with weirdo? Exactly. I'm a weirdo with a beard. Boom. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Thank you. Thank you. 
I mean, it's it's unfortunately not my own creation, though. I'm going to be completely candid with you guys, like everyone listening and you, German. Uh, there is a, uh, what is this called? Like a hair pomade brand named Beardo. One sec. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Continue. I was saying there's a hair pomade brand called Beardo. That, that wasn't okay. where I got it from, but it was. It's so funny how it was coincidence of all things. You know, I'm thinking, what rhymes with weirdo? Hell, I have facial hair, weirdo. Next thing you know, I'm yeah. going through Instagram, making my username and shit, and I see the pomade brand. I'm like, what? So I click it, and sure enough, bada bing, bada boom. So next thing you know, your face is on. Your face is on that those supplements. Thing. Gringo Beardo, I can see no. that. Weirdly enough, though, uh, two years ago, I actually was chilling with a friend of mine, and uh, his stepdad collected wine bottles, and one of them happened to have my face on it, like, completely out of the blue, like, out of the purple. Fucking took me aback. Oh, dude, if you have an Instagram, I can send you the picture. You're going to be like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, the guy barely knew me. Like, I barely interacted with his stepdad, and he comes home with a bottle of wine with my face on it. Wow, man, put my face on there too. Ah, uh, yeah, German German beards, lovely German brand beard. of wine. German beardo, <laughs> das beardo. <laughs> so, anyways, I was asking you how your day was, and then we just started going off on a random tangent. Oh yeah, it was good. It was pretty good. I um. I always try to, you know, bring the kind of content what I what I currently struggle with, and then I like to turn it around into self development stuff so I can like learn something from it, and then maybe in the meantime, inspire other people to do the same. So it's been, it's it's been an up and down so far, like in the summer, people are more busy and stuff, so I'm not really expecting it to. You know, I'm not expecting much. In the winter, people are sitting at home more and stuff. And then it was usually quite busier in the winter. So, but it still helps. I'm putting my stuff up on Anchor and Spotify. And it's still, still good content. You know, it doesn't matter how many people are listening in. So That's weird. I had a podcast on Anchor. I didn't really do too well with it. You know, it was kind of like, Trump bashing and all this other like political type mumbo. <laughs> my dog is like either whining at me or yawning at me. But yeah, like my podcast was so, I guess liberal sounding. Like it sounded so anti. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like I've accepted the fact that he was president, and yeah, he was okay, but he was also really shitty. You know, like there's a degree of me I, I wanting get... to do it again, though. I guess you vented it out of your system, right? Yeah, it, it got out of my system. And now it's year one of Biden. And I'm like, well, I definitely <laughs> like Trump now. <laughs> I, I miss it. I'm not going to lie. I miss it to a degree because he was so out there, man. Like, holy shit. Talk about like the complete opposite of the president. Oh, yeah. He, he was a quite colorful individual. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, I was the color orange, the the magnificent color orange. That's the color of my hair, and 
where I get my spray on tan. It was just tremendous. It was just tremendous. It was bigly. I went to North Korea. It was a magnificent trip. I ate McDonald's with uh, King Jong Un. <laughs> oh man, I couldn't even. I'm not even gonna try that accent because I'm just gonna sound German. <laughs> Here, yeah, go ahead, dude. I want to hear the German Donald Trump. What would that sound <laughs> like? I'm not do even it, gonna do sound. It, like, do it, do it, do it. Like a, I'm, I'm gonna sound like a German who has a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of problems. It's gonna be. It's gonna be everywhere. Uh, now, see, it goes in and out. Like I, I can sometimes do it, and then like I inflect too much, and it's like I lose it completely. Yeah, but so many people that are like, "Oh, dude, that's great." I'm like, "Nah, nah, no. <laughs> I know you're right. Wait, get away from me. <laughs> Don't touch me." Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm a Democrat or anything like that. You know, social distancing. No, just kidding. I, but uh... we are we are monarchists. <sighs> oh, I know why she's whining. You hear? Right? I um, I followed you on Instagram right uh, by the way. If you ever want to connect again, that would be cool. I really enjoyed talking to you today. Awesome, dude. I'll follow you back. Yeah, as you'll see on my IG, I post a lot of like one-liners or like. Sorry, what? Gets. When you look on my Instagram and I look on yours, excuse me. What do you post? Oh. Oh wow, that's really nice. Yeah, I have separate Instagram accounts. This one is just for um, stereo and podcasting and stuff. So, yeah. Wow, dude, I love it. You you do your own advertising and stuff like that, or do you get someone to do it for you? Man, I do everything myself. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. No expectations of others. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Like, it reminds me of Vine. Like, the way stereo is built right now and the way it looks on instagram on other forms of social media it really gives you like a sense of like we're like vine we all root for the underdogs we all talk to the underdogs we all interact with one another whether you're verified or not we still interact with each other like it's almost organic and it i think it is organic you know i don't think it's uh forced at all yeah definitely people can feel free to chime in they can leave whenever and it's nice I do kind of miss uh, the end of the winter because people were so busy on here. Like, if right now we had this talk during the winter, we probably have 10, 15 people listening in right now. But then, like I said, it's it's still good to have these conversations and these topics for um, consistency, like I got some people on Anchor and Spotify looking forward to the shows. And um, yeah. So going, I guess we can go back into the topic. Now we can be a little bit serious because I feel sure. like we totally derailed it. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. No, I'm part of it. Um, so in the true spirit of expectations, I think they also need to be realistic. Like they, they can't be something that's intangible. You know, too many people manifest this idea of, oh, I'm going to win the lottery or, oh, I'm going to get rich real quick doing this side job. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's, 
got to be tangible. It can't be something mm-hmm. that you can't like hold within your hands or something you can't really truly believe within yourself. You know what I mean? Well, absolutely. And, um, you know, I think too often we watch the news, we watch, you know, we often expect things to be handed to us on a silver platter. And we look at people who have just made it from one day to the other. And realistically, that's not what happens. You know, things take time. They take work. So Dedication, yeah. Dedication, yeah. You know, the only expectation that would be realistic at that point would, would, would be to say, you know what? I expect myself to keep going, to keep at it no matter what. Because that's an... That's a healthy and that's a realistic expectation. But if I said next week, my life is going to change. I'm going to, you know, live on an island, you know, doing all the things that I've always wanted to do. Whoo, boy, am I going to be disappointed. See, now, here's the thing. Like, what, what's your opinion on expectations versus aspirations? Well, aspirations are different because... Aspirations can be taken down into into like small, tangible goals that you can achieve. Expectations, I think, the difference is the word. Ex, I don't know. It's it's a good question. Expectations, I see as some something that um, you expect to go one way, and then you don't know what to do if it doesn't go. One way you have no backup plan. So you think like expectations are pretty much unhinged, like they have no like cushion or support to them. Yeah, I I don't. What do you think? It's a good question. I think expectations. It's something that's in our mind. It's something we imagine, but we don't have enough. I don't know. We don't. It just stays in our mind. It's actually not helpful. Well, if you have the willpower to like to build that up and to create that reality, <clears throat> who are we, like you and I, to really like question someone's uh, intent? You know, like some people could have right. good intentions behind their expectations. Some people could have really shitty expect, uh, expectations and intentions behind them. You know. Mm-hmm. That's because true. everyone has the agenda. <laughs> yeah and the part of expectation that I was kind of going for today was you know when I say something that someone didn't like for example right and, I, and the intention wasn't bad the intention was not bad at all but I happened to say something that offended someone right based on their own feelings or expectations then do I try to fix it or do I just try to accept it? Not accept it, right? Take responsibility and move on. Yeah. It's it's a more mature way of looking at it. Some, some people actually dismiss stuff like that, you know, like a pretty good example of some people who dismiss controversy. Like, I don't know if you know about this, uh, fucking James Franco, for example, of all right. people like you would think celebrities are you know they're perfect and whatnot and you 
wouldn't see them involved in so many salacious things. And then when I heard what he did, I was like, holy shit. Like yeah, the monster. I don't, I don't, I don't really look into or follow those. Follow those people, to be honest. You, you distance yourself from like influencers and whatnot. Yeah, I don't really. The only influencers that I have are mostly people who are passed away already, <laughs> so I don't have to look at their controversial acts and be like okay i'm not gonna look up to you anymore so i know it's Ooh. it sounds naive it sounds naive i know but it's like no, plato no, no, Einstein, you know all of those great inventors and thought thought um leaders no that's that's not bad at all man i mean that's definitely a more positive outlook for sure like i feel like people who idolize these more or less still alive, well-known stars who are constantly fucking up left and right. Uh, it's it's not good to worship and idolize that kind of behavior because yeah. that kind of stuff creates a lot of uh, uncertainty and chaos. Yeah. You know, that's why lives. I think, especially when we look at um, leadership, I think that's why it is important to look up to people who stand behind their word. I mean, we can still expect people to make mistakes and we shouldn't expect them to be perfect. But if someone practices to live what they preach, you can genuinely trust that person. You can genuinely, yeah, trust that person. So, you know, it's not just empty words, you know. Exactly. False promises are the worst. And never make a promise you can't keep. Absolutely. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. pe- people will expect you to show up when you say, I promise. You really got to have the willpower and also the, the stride and the, I guess, the um, effort that needs to be behind it. You know, you can't just make a promise and fuck yeah. someone over. You know, it's, it's shitty. And authenticity to say, you know what? I'm not going to show up because I can't, to just be honest, you know. Yeah, you develop humility from that. Oh, absolutely. And and people usually understand, right? If we show up to a friend's house, if I show up to a friend's house, I didn't really want to go. But I went anyways because he expected me to. He will probably feel that in the energy and the environment that, hey, this guy is here, but is he really here, here? <laughs> you know, to just be really be authentic and, and let just let your heart speak. And you you can always say it in a respectful way. If, if I don't want to talk to someone who is just feeling down in the dumps, I'm not going to say I don't want to talk to you right now because you're feeling down in the dumps. I'm going to say, you know what? Let us talk when I can really, truly listen to what you have to say. You can still be authentic and you can be, you can do it in a very constructive way without, you know, yeah. I don't know where I was going with You can always say like, let me gather my thoughts, you know, take a pause, take a referendum from like, I guess any kind of backlash. Because honestly, you shouldn't approach this kind of thing with backlash. No, never. No. And when it comes to 
is this another really interesting um, side to it when it comes to expectations how often do we we get anxious about not saying the right thing fast enough but it's totally okay to just be like you know what let me think about it because then it comes from a genuine place um i don't know how introvert slash extrovert you are but as an introvert living in a more extroverted world i have often put that expectation on me that i have to be i have to have the same thought patterns than everyone else and then i it took a while to just accept myself for who i am and go at my own pace you know so really not having expectations towards yourself and comparing yourself to other people i mean i'm more of an like i'm definitely more of an ambivert Oh, yeah. Yeah, I find myself having more introverted tendencies during the winter because of seasonal affective depression, whereas, you know, during the summer, I'm more ambiverted and extroverted where I go out to karaoke, I like going out to bars and stuff and chilling with people. Especially mm-hmm. now that the world's opening up again, it's pretty nice to, like, embrace, like, friendships again. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely turned more into an ambivert. I started off last year 90 being 93% introverted and now i'm just 61% um introverted so that was a pretty big jump this this uh year now would you say it's because of being vaccinated or are you just pursuing it with uh like-minded individuals and friends oh for me the reason was definitely just um going after some of my dreams that you know, uh, had had me pushing towards more of the social aspect of things that was kind of outside of my comfort zone, but I did it anyways, and now I'm really enjoying it. Um, striking up random conversations with with people, you know, on deeper subjects, deeper conversations and stuff, comes more naturally now that I accepted myself for that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful, man. I mean, I'm a Lyft driver, so it's like when I'm taking passengers and stuff around, I have some nice conversations with them, too. And it's like it's nice to not have an expectation of what they're going to say or whatever. You know, sometimes they don't even say anything at all. You know, they just like buy back the music or they just sit in silence. Yeah. And that could be sometimes those are the best memories, just vibing together, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So I love it. So do you think, you said you're more of an ambivert. Do you think in, a, in this society, um, there's a lot of expectations for people to, um, I don't know, be more like the, the norm or be more like most people? Like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess is. Now we have this idea of what's socially accepted or not, right? And we try to be more quote-unquote normal. And I don't think that's helpful. Well, it's in our nature to be rebellious against the status quo, right? We all want to have our sense of individuality and whatnot. But what is normal, you know? Uh, In my opinion, you know, some of the most interesting people were weird. They were very... uh, Mm-hmm. peculiar and thought-provoking uh very 
outspoken, very controversial, and sometimes very brave. Um, I can think of very many um, philosophers who come to mind when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Albert Einstein, he was a weirdo, man. (laughs) (laughs) And he's one of my favorite people that I look up to. Yeah. I liked uh, Thomas Hobbes. He was good. He was very good. Um, Did you know that uh, Albert Einstein, he was at some point in school, he was thought to be handicapped? Because he would just. What's up? Uh, Albert Einstein thought to be like handicapped in school sometimes. Oh, wow. And this is from a guy who (laughs) changed the world, man. Like. I mean, yeah, he was like the uh, father of the atomic bomb inadvertently. Yeah. So this is an interesting Hobbes quote that I think you might like. Do it. Fear things invisible in the natural seed of that of which everyone in himself calls religion. One more time. Fear things invisible in the natural seed of that which everyone in himself calls religion. Huh. That's deep. Yeah. I'll have to look into this guy more. What's his name again? Thomas Hobbes. Thomas Hobbes. I always write his name. uh, How is truth seen too late? Okay, what was that one? How is truth seen too late? Mm. So he was like a religious person or? Uh, To some degree, I would imagine. Or like spiritual, like he was right? the author of Levithian, you know? Okay. I like his, I like his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's also one of my favorites. Curiosity is the lust of the mind. The lust of the mind is curiosity. Mm. I like it. Very oh, we got a message here. Hello. <laughs> so what do you do after you let go of expectations? Uh, I embrace it. Whatever it is. Whatever came out of it. So uh, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm a very simplistic kind of German person. But I always like to put it into like an example or a scenario that helps me connect the dots because I'm a very visual person. So... Let's say I have an expectation that the date would be awesome, right? And I show up and I look for all those things that should make the date awesome, but it doesn't happen. And at the end of the day, any kind of expectation of of, of the date is not necessarily helping me to be really enjoying the moment of it. So if I let go of the expectation, I can really just enjoy whatever's happening without too much resistance. I think that's kind of how I would answer that one.
Because what we resist persists, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? <clears throat> Going back on to Hobbes, I mean, he says it best. A man's conscience and his judgment are the same thing. And as the judgment, so are also the conscience may be erroneous. You know, like the conscience could also be wrong. You could perceive that the day is going to go really well and have this ambition that's going to go really well. But when you let go of them after they've gone wrong or have they gone right, you become a more well-rounded person. You become more mm-hmm. accepting of whatever, you know, fate throws at you. I've had some pretty shitty days, but, you know, they taught me some of the best things. Absolutely. A good, good question there by Tantan. Thank you for tuning in. I, I, I agree. I think we are less likely to identify ourselves with a very, quote-unquote, positive or negative situation and we can just more or less observe it turning into a life lesson and i think when it comes to expectations and why i'm so passionate about this topic is that often we we expect our day today to go as well as a day last week or you know or a day last month in the same way, we sometimes expect it to go as bad as it did yesterday. So in a way, we are actually the driving force of the manifestation that we are manifesting. <laughs> so Your worst enemy is who you were yesterday. You know, at the end of the day, that's, that's I got to look at it. If yeah. you were a bad, bad person in your yesteryear, that's who your enemy is. The enemy is not the people in front of you. It's not the people next to you. It's not the people behind you. Sure, the loudest voices come from the back, right? That's that's how people see some things, and some people like perceive others' uh, friendships and others mm-hmm. and trust in others. So, don't expect that everyone's gonna have the same collective opinion. Of course, you know everyone's gonna have like a different perspective on how to handle their expectations and what to do after the fact. Hmm. That's a good point. Because when we have an expectation of um, an agreement and it doesn't go that way, we can take it personal. Totally. And this year, I'm not taking anything personal. <laughs> and if I am, I'm, I'm going to be try to be aware of it not beat myself up over it, but then move on. And that, you know, there's been a lot of things happening in my life. And 90% of the time, I was at fault. So you're, you're taking responsibility for it. Absolutely. Whatever they, those things were. Yeah. It's very commendable of you. Very noble. Thank you, sir. <laughs> That's a I, good I used... thing. That's a good thing too. When it comes to expectations, have nobility and a sense of humility. You know, when it comes to expectations, yeah. you know, if they are um, a uh, what's it, what's we're looking for a fortuitous expectation, you know, don't don't show it in other people's faces. You know, like too often do I see people on social media, for example. When I do go on, like they fucking record themselves giving to the homeless. It's like, dude, you don't need to do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> like we we appreciate it. But you know, just do it to be a good person. Don't do it for clout. Oh I, I, exactly. Oh that man, that pisses me off when people do good things for good reviews. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked. <laughs> It's because like you can go you could go on these sites and you see all the comments, like you see such a mixed reaction too. You never see the same general concise reaction. It's always yeah. like, oh, oh, and then the people are like, What the fuck? What, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like there's always those two polar opposites that like go against each other when it comes to yeah. doing stuff like that. So it's best to not put it on social media when you do something nice, you know, like I don't know. It's a double-edged sword because you could do it. And again, it's a nice thing to demonstrate. But how would you show it other than being the one to do it, the one to initiate it? I, yeah, I think at the end of the day, it, it says a lot about a person. If you can be behind closed doors and wish the best for people. If you can be behind closed doors and genuinely care about other people, not wanting any kind of attention for it. I think that's that's a quality that might not be rewarded in, you know, social media or society. But I'm I tried to be a, a man of faith, and I, I think that it'll be rewarded in your own spiritual health if you go behind closed doors and you think the best of other people, giving the people the benefit of the doubt, being forgiving, being kind, all that stuff, without seeking reward. I think that has a lot to do with your inner peace and inner joy that at one point you're going to realize, Hey, I don't need that peace and joy from these external, you know, sources. It, it comes from within and that's good enough for me. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, a really touching story. I'll tell you this is with direct nobility and humility. I'll explain this. Um, it was about four winters ago. And it was like freezing cold in Manhattan. And they were doing the Saturday Night Live 40th anniversary. It was me and a friend. And we took the train there. And it was really, really fucking cold. Like, I want to say like windchill 6 Fahrenheit. And oh, yeah. It was 10 Fahrenheit. So it was bad. Anyways, he wanted to leave, so he left early, and it was just me and my really puffy fucking jacket, and I was alone on the subway, and I got off at this one station to transfer, and I saw this homeless guy, and he he looked really miserable, like he was on newspapers laying on his side, just looking at the wall, and, you know, back then, I was really skinny, like now I'm chunky as fuck, but Back then, I was yeah. just going to took off my jacket, <laughs> and I, I gave to him. You know, he was really touched, and he offered, like, a shot of his whiskey. And I was like, nah, dude, you, you, you enjoy that. Yeah. That's cool. Didn't it, record it's... it, didn't take a photo of it, nothing. I just did about my business. You know, I went back on the train, got home, and I felt great. Yeah, that's so... Actually, I had a, pre... I had a previous episode just about mm-hmm. kindness, and it's... It's funny how when you treat people with kindness, it's actually just for you. I mean, 
it could almost seem selfish when you think about that way. But if you think about it, it's true. Like when you do some, when I even just write a kind letter to, towards someone and they haven't even received it yet, just me writing the letter is giving me a sense of joy. So really, really the greatest joy is doing something nice for someone else. No expectations, you know, unconditional love. And we're, we're on earth, we're never going to really reach that perfectionist of unconditional love, that perfectionism. But as long as we strive to be, have less and less conditions on our love and our kindness, and I, man, if everyone would have that same mindset or approach on life, this would be a great place to live in. It would be, I think there would be less division, less hatred, everyone was just trying to be kind to everyone else no expectations involved yeah solidarity and selflessness are definitely the spices of life that we need the most and are yeah. far too often overlooked unfortunately you know and it's, it's because our mind is easily brought to the bad things in life before the good things in life unfortunately yeah. and I, I wish that wasn't the case but you know it's good that we can bring out more positive things and the positive message behind manifestation and expectations. Yeah. No, this, this, it's been really helpful for me just connecting to someone as, you know, down to earth as you. So that, that always makes my day. Always makes my day. No, I've connected with another amazing individual person here. Oh, thank you. I can say the same thing for you, bro. Appreciate it, but uh, now we follow each other on Instagram. We can, you know, keep supporting each other. Yeah, yeah. I usually like when I see someone posting like a video clip of their stream, and uh, they haven't gotten a lot of interaction on it. I usually post on my story to get like the people that follow me on here and on there to, uh, um, I guess, interact with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm still a pretty big newbie, and I'm I've been enjoying it. Everything takes time. Mm-hmm. That is the truth. And the fun part is the journey, you know. It's exactly. the fun part is at the end too, but the journey is like the most awesome part of it all because you're learning more about it, you're uh, appreciating it as you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, you know. I don't know if you've ever played Grand Theft Auto online. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> when I first downloaded the game, I, I asked people, "So how does this?" I, I had a hard time getting around, like what what it is actually you do online. And then some, I read some comments, and then it just kind of clicked. I, it was the most simplistic comment. It just kind of clicked for me to be able to enjoy the game. And in, in a weird way, I was able to um, apply it in real life as well. And the, sim- the, simple, the simple comment was, it's all about the journey. It's, uh, you got to just enjoy the journey. And I'm like, oh, yeah, huh. it's the you journey. Know those races, it's, you know, like, just yeah. have fun. Exactly. It's not about but the end result, say, because okay. if you focus too much on the end result, we are going to see those obstacles as 
you know, something we can't. What's the right word? I'm German. So something we can't like face. But if we see it as a part of the journey, it's like, oh, I'm going to remove this obstacle. There's probably going to be another one. So expect obstacles, obstacles to come, but do it with joy. Dignity. Yeah. yeah. I will say, though, it is annoying going on GTA Online and getting blasted by a guy in a fucking hovercraft. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I've you stopped be, like, playing. You can like, rank 200 and just... <laughs> you're like, fuck! <laughs> just destroys you. But anyways, German guy, I'm going to get some sleep. It's about 11.30 here. I'm not sure what time it is there. Uh, it's 10.30, but yeah, I... I gotta go eat something. But it's been a real pleasure. Are you okay with this getting uh, going up on Spotify? Oh, dude, yeah, no, no problem. Sweet. I right, hope you have a good night's sleep, and thank you for spending your evening here with me. Thank you for having me, bro. All right, no problem. Take care. You too.